the following language in this podcast is immature, but is intended somehow for mature audiences. Please be advised and enjoy. This is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy. I like listening to the podcast, not that I've been on um, with other people, but just ones I do myself because it's more... Why bother listening? I could do that, call them up, you know, or, you know, see how they're doing on Facebook or any other social media platform. Why listen to them ramble on? But me, you know, you get that? That's all right. No, No. I don't like listening to anything that I record. Never. No, that's why I've kind of moved to the, uh, you know, the, the form of just you hit record, you hit stop. You upload, you post. You don't, because I used to dig in too much. I'd be like, oh man, I just said, uh huh. Or you don't even yeah, like, exactly. go through that and do all that. And I mean, I, I, and I still, if I listen back uh, to a show, it has to be, uh, and it's generally, it's always with somebody or a group of guys or something we're talking. If it's got to be like a really good, fun story right. where I can listen and laugh, otherwise, I, I'm, too, I'm too critical. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sitting there and going, oh, Jesus. I'm sitting there at, my biggest fear is all the noises. I hate noises every time I hear a noise like that drive me crazy. <laughs> I cannot take it. And, and I edit out probably a good 60 of them. I would love to put together like an hour and a half of that noise just to show how much I've taken out in my so life. So you, st- you still get really deep diving mm-hmm. into, uh, yeah, Plus I just I have no memory. Excuse this swallow. I got a new mic. As he complains about sounds. Exactly. (laughs) And and because I don't want to edit either. I'm just going to let this go. I'm with you. There's a lot more piece to that. And there's a lot more understanding of of being a podcaster in that sense. Being a podcaster, you realize who you podcasting to. An audience of podcasters all the time. That's all. That's all that listens nowadays. Yeah. No, normal people listen. Some normal people, I mean, depending think, on your think topic. About, think about um, like this past two years, right? Dealing right. with the pandemic. I remember going into my podcatcher and I would do a search for say, I don't know, Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> I, and I'd get like one, I think there was two podcasts at the time. Right, exactly. Murder, she wrote, which I thought was like, wow, that's two more than I even thought that would really exist. So I had subscribed to him and I listened to him. And then I remember going back and checking again, like just a couple months ago, different things that I would look for in the beginning. But I, and I mean, I worked through the whole pandemic, um, not as a, you know, doctor or anything. I work at a tire factory, but, um, Hey, hey, but you kept those doctors on the road, my friend. Kept their, their, uh, all their product or, you know, stuff they needed. But anyways, right. You do a search now and there is probably 25 murder. She wrote, you know, podcasts out there. So I think really just made people start listening to podcasts and then starting. So there's this giant like wave of pod, new podcasts for per topic. Put her out there per capita. So basically what I'm saying is anybody who's listened to anything I've done before knows uh, that I'm a, or my friends, like I'm a huge murder. She wrote fan, right? You're, you are um, a big one. You've been talking about that since knowing you in 2000 and say nine, 10, 11. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. It's really saturated. So I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to back off and maybe wait a year because the other thing you notice about podcasts that they, a ton of them came on and a ton of them just go away. 
Are you still realize that it it's, you know, it can be as easy as you want it to be, but plus yeah. people start going back to work and they're like, wait a minute, you mean I, I can't sit in my pajamas for three days on the couch and do a podcast? No, it's not. It's no, not you have to go back into the real world and, and work. Are you still working on that Etsy site about Angela Lansbury's bikini pictures? Or are you, are you doing that? That's on hold. There was an, there was also an influx of those. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really hoping. Well, since you know about our past together, Sean and I, we've done quite a bit. You've worked with me. Please stand by. You've done an overthinking with me before about the fear of success and failure. I mean, we've done throwback reviews together. We've done a lot of things. I've been to all up here in Connecticut. We have. Do you? Yeah, it's over there. Is it as nice? No, nowhere <laughs> near. In fact, they suck. So. Anyway, them, man. no, they are actually quite a good company, whatever the hell they are. I don't, I don't want them getting mad at me is the bottom line. So, but it would be who of me not to say something even more like, oh, but they're a great company. Cause that would be just as shitty as saying a shitty thing. <laughs> so instead of like pretending to kiss ass, I would honestly kiss ass and go, don't sue me. <laughs> I grew up in Arlington, Virginia, on a little street called Jefferson. I love it there. There's a tree, a maple, right there in the front, exactly the same age as me. It was planted the day I was born, which I think is very sweet. And I check it on Google Maps every once in a while. And I or your dad just wanted to get out of the hospital. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going to plant a tree. Is that how it would happen? <laughs> Not the fact that he had to get a, like a gallon of milk or something like that. and <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought, yeah, you kid, I'm gonna go plant a tree. <laughs> well, the first one planted a tree, the second one, that little piggy went to market. The third piggy, Jefferson Street is where I first heard my first Christmas album, which happens to be sitting right here. Is it okay if I show it to you? Yeah, this is an audio podcast, but just to prove I'm not lying, this album I've had in my possession in some shape or form. Since the age of existence, hmm. I'll even go back. This was this was put out in 1963. I was put out in 1970. I was probably quote unquote put in what nine months prior, right? Mm -hmm. Right. You know. So this album was out way before I was prior, and I love this Reader's Digest and RCA custom compilation. Matt Lappy bought me, yeah, bought me this one. Had not been opened, hadn't been touched, mint condition. I still haven't played these since he bought them for me because I have them in the computer prior. To, not in the same prior that, because computers yeah. weren't around when I, so that, that would have been physically impossible and timely unjust. Yes. Very. Yeah. Uh, so that was my first, I mean, that's, that's it. This was played over and over. And when I hear that first opening intro, which is playing behind us talking right now.
still sparks this massive flame of happiness, joy, purity, uh, nativity, all of that stuff, uh, and the nativity too, because I'm Christian. Now, I have to ask you, when you were preempted, what album was present before you decided to uh, reach around? <laughs> well, uh, so this definitely has me on age. It's, a, it's 11 years old by the time I am born. But it was it was in, we had the cabinet, right? The, the stereo cabinet where you lifted it up and it had records underneath. And it was Andy Williams, mm. uh, Merry Christmas. It's a green album, at least now it could come in different or it might have then too as well but ours was green it, it definitely takes me just takes me back to being a kid and, right and i don't remember even the first time i heard the album i just remember always there you know i, I would hear it at my house before it's, it's you know, home. a couple weeks before christmas and stuff yeah right yeah the, the album is like being at home kind of thing that's what it is it's like it's like uh his dear heart did you ever see him live no damn it here did I just on TV it was an album called Christmas Time and Carol and Song and it's the first time that I've seen Christmas Time being used as one word and it's actually it is a word right well it's in uh, I think it's in uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas all of these guys on this album when I first heard this album and my father's name was right across here it's on the other copy that I have this has Vic Damone doing Deck the halls with miles of holly this sounds just like that this is just basically it's like a compilation it's a comp exactly a compilation album but the deal that about this is that it came from my dad listening to this every year mm-hmm. I didn't even like it until I got older and it's like I gotta have this right you know it, it makes right. Christmas and when he comes over he'll be like hey you got the old album with the thing and the stuff I'm proud of you come I'm proud of you I love you <laughs> I love you why didn't you tell me you got that early I would have come over more <laughs> I'm not coming back. People would sign the back of the record, and you said your dad signed the back of that record. And my question is, why did they? So, like, I remember, like, you would take your toys over I know to your exactly. friend's house to play, right? right? And your mom would have your initials on there, even my Mashbox cars. Not a lot of room, but my mom would have SMJ on there. So, you know, if I was to leave a, a car somewhere or, take or, someone, yeah. or someone, like, put their hand in my Matchbox case and took it, my name's on The there. fact that they would get together, I mean, look at Leave It to Beaver or look at the Happy Days. Everybody got together, brought their records over, and they sat around and actually listened to them until they could make out. So everybody brought their records into the marriage. That's why your dad had signed albums and your mom had signed albums, but you notice that they signed them differently, and nobody understood why. They, they ask them if it went back to dating. My my parents didn't sign their albums, but but I worked. My first job in high school was at the local Salvation Army. That explains a lot about you, Sean. <laughs> and uh, so I had a couple of things I had to do. Like I would take, you know, I would sweep and I would cut the lawn and do stuff like that, trash. But I also would be in charge of putting out the records. That's so, awesome. That's free. I mean, I can only imagine someone maybe like yourself or Sorry. like a Ferg or somebody who's like super into music and albums like. You know, I would take out like, you know, like say a shopping cart, right? Would maybe be half full of records one day or something. I had to put them out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would go through them in a matter of minutes and just pick out what I wanted real quick or something, you know, and set them aside and, you know, pay for them later. But you have a hiding you know, spot. Someone who, someone who was like, well, no, I would just go, oh, I'm putting them back and I would tell my manager, like, I'm going to get these before you leave. And okay. 
You're a good man. Yeah, you get first dibs. But I could just imagine like someone who was really like a music person, like me, would have taken a little bit longer to go through the records. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And honestly, like, like I have, I don't have a huge record collection, and I only say collection because they're all collecting in the same spot. Like I'm not. I'm not a collector, really, of anything. You are an audiophile. You do enjoy good mixed music with a lot going on. Therefore, like upper class jazz, upper class swing, upper class old forties, old goodies, stuff that people don't care about most of the time nowadays. It seems like I'm listening to stuff all the time, so I kind of break it down to like percentages. You know, like probably seventy percent of the time I'm listening to a podcast, right, and then the other. 20 percent i'm listening to field recording and then like another 10 or 20 percent is like 80s commercials i have hours upon hours of 80s commercials what is your favorite type of christmas music when it comes to like hey it's time to listen to some of my old albums but i don't i'm gonna talk like you if i could you ready buffalo yeah Buffalo. let's see how this goes I, I, I i can guarantee it'll be like nothing like it but go ahead all right Hey, it's time for me, Sean, here to go ahead and listen to some of my favorite albums over here. So let me go here and go through my album collection and take a look and see what I want to... Hey, some Glenn Miller or something like that. A Felix Slacken or maybe some Ray Connor fucking singers. Just put that <laughs> album on and let it swirl. Swirl, bit swirl. They can listen. What's your favorite type of record? <laughs> Do you like the lush sound, the singers, the bells, the whistles? What's your favorite? Um, I, I think I am more partial to the singers. Really? More so. I, I, mean, I do have some like, I do have like some classical albums and stuff like that. But I'll be honest, I don't really put them on all that much. Uh, I have, I have like Sirius XM, so I'll listen to. There's a pop station and a classical station, so obviously during the holidays they start playing more Christmasy kind of. Yeah. Music, so I'll listen to that. But as far as like putting on, it's like I don't even put a CD on, but like Spotify or anything, it's usually just you know whether it's crooners or you know you'd prefer that over any instrumentals. Yeah, any wow, probably. that's cool, man. I appreciate that because uh, that was like my oh, dad. Shit, I know where this is going. <laughs> Not at all. Why? Where do you think it's going? My point was just that that's like my father. My father was like that. He liked the kind of thing. Why you got the giggles? First of all, is something wrong? What's the matter? Your eyes are closed. You're laughing because because you're going yes, yeah, so better than the instrumentals, and you're like looking down like a sad puppy dog. Not at all. No, I swear to goodness, I'm not saying anything like that. No, I was going to say that you. My father was like that. I am more. Uh, I am more like if it comes to any singers, crooners strictly. If it if it has to do with angelic singing, any kind of like that, it's going to go towards the church style deck the halls with orchestra singers and the the George Melacrino's Monofani, uh Henry Mancini's lush orchestras, mm-hmm. shit like that. I love that. I got to be honest. Like now, I will skip any kind of like slow. Really? Yeah, I like oh. just all. What about jo- me happy? What about go. Johnny Mathis? You would pick Johnny Mathis over Ray Conniff? No, not necessarily. All right, let's let's play a little. I'm going to give you a ten question quiz. No, do we have? To, I don't like this. I fail. Yeah, I, I know, fail. and that's why we're going to do it. We got seven minutes of your ass, and we're going to do a fucking quiz. Yeah, you don't like instrumentals? <laughs> it's, it's, it's goddamn. Well, that's <laughs> right. That's one of the though. questions. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> Down one. You ready for the rest? Um, <laughs> no. No, seriously. I'll do, uh, uh, just out of curiosity, three more. 
Okay? Honest ones. Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra singing a Christmas song. Oh, man. I, I, will, go with, I will go with Bing. Good choice. Yeah, I'll go with Bing. You know why? Come on in. <laughs> hey. Just want to thank you for taking time to pick me over anybody else that might be singing this time of year. Why? Okay. Thanks, buddy. You know, I'm here for a reason. What's that? To celebrate Christmas in a way that no one else ever has. Singing a song for you. Hold on one second. I'll go over the piano. I'm dreaming of a wife. Uh, Bing is a good choice. One of my favorites. Love it. Not going to have him visit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, you like, you prefer the, the, uh, definitely not the instrumental. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for making that overly abundantly clear <laughs> that you cannot stand the instrumental. You loathe. Yeah, Could the word loathe be used in the instrumental? No, no, no. I'm joking. Uh, the, the, how about going back even further or in between, in between crooner days and 90s because I'll say the 80s were okay with Christmas music I find some of it monotonous and crazy but I gotta hear Elton John every year I gotta hear Bruce Springsteen every year I gotta hear that because I'm addicted to the 80s you don't have to hear Wham? there's there's times when there's times when I even think of it and I get a headache Um, uh, see when I'm correct a phone gets its wings (laughs) <laughs> um, if we go back even further, something like 1960s, uh, Charlatans, what was their name? Yeah. Uh, Char- Charlemagne's, um, the Charlotte Charmans, so. don't squeeze oh. the girls. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ferg. He's yelling at us right now. I, uh, <laughs> what's the name of them? Charmaine, Char- Charlemagne, Charmaine. I don't know. Charmaine. Couldn't find that. Char- <laughs> Car- 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 Char- oh. Um, another thing, uh, but I wanted to ask in that, in that genre area, that, that mold of rock and roll mixed with whatever, and Elvis was pretty big in this period that I'm asking you, what did you think of that era? Elvis singing. Um, It's not one of my favorites, to be honest with you. I mean, I went through my 50s stage when I was younger and then I was just like, yeah, I'm not really into it anymore. Me too, and it's, it didn't come back. Now, I'm much older than you, apparently. Much yeah, a lot older. Yeah. Much older than you. Mm-hmm. Goodness. I'm already that and a half, by the way. 51 and a half. Almost mm. 52. That's a lot of knowledge on you, buddy. Yeah. Years, I, at least. I, I was already uh, poop cleaning my own ass by the time you were discovering something came out of yours. All right. You know what? I, I, I would probably... Uh, put money on that that you weren't at that point <laughs> I'm getting there okay I am getting there <laughs> so you didn't really get into the Elvis Presleys and the the no no but it, it wasn't even I mean I, I think more like Bing and uh, Andy and you know Perry Cuomo stuff like that was that was playing at my house my grandparents house so like 50 stuff no nah, i just i think too like there's so many different i mean music now is so different i don't listen to like a lot of the newer christmas music really unless it's like an artist who just you know came out with a remix or a remastered version or something right. like that you know what i mean but i there are there are ones like we're gonna talk about mariah carey i'm like yeah i don't care i'm not i'm not ashamed of it 
Why would you be ashamed? I crank it up. No, wait. Why would you, in the first place, even hesitate in the the ashamed department? Well, I I wasn't hesitating. Why? I just said, I'm, you know, I think, (laughs) I'm sure if you walk down uh, any Main Street USA and ask 10 guys, hey, you like Mariah Carey? You know, all I want for Christmas? Like, no. I like that song. (laughs) (laughs) What did she do to, did she change it? Oh, all I want. I was thinking. All I want for Christmas. Never mind. You know, all I want for Christmas is you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end tonight's show with my version of that. Seriously. What, wait, what was that? Did you have a nose thing earlier before we started recording? You're like, do I have any boogers? And I got to look up your forest and you got to tell me whether or not you got growing berries. Listen, it's not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel so bad about everything I said tonight. It's not the Christmas spirit. It's not. Putting earplugs in now aren't, is not going to help. Oh, it's scratching. Oh, you were scratching, I said. I've had my headphones on so long, they're sweaty and itchy. It's my voice and my sultry. All right. <clears throat> I have one more thing to ask, and then we're going to go ahead and kick off that wonderful tune that you sniffed at. Have you ever really gone back even further and listened to some of the children's records that you might have had when you were a child? Yeah, I did try, actually. It's funny that you ask um, the chipmunks. I mean, when I was a kid, we it was like every... I think when we were kids, we would put it on every Christmas. You were issued. Maybe once. And then you're like, even as a kid, I was like, it's good enough. Oh, not me. As a kid, it, I had to play it over and over and over and over. Oh, no. I think we would play it like once, you know. Yeah. But the, the thing about it, I think the reason why was because the album was like... Uh, like a translucent reddish color. Oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. So it was more about going, oh, wow, look at this. And then, like, my brother being on the other side of the record, I could see his face. You know what I mean? Like, it was like <laughs> records were just black and they would, you know, you wouldn't see a reflection of anything, but these, you, you can see through this. Not until Prince, so, so the was purple album. For that. And I got that. What's that? Not until Prince's purple album that I get something different colored, but I did have that album. I know what you're talking about. I forgot that I see, it was that, red. I think, I think that's the only translucent record I ever had. So I, it was just amazing, but with <laughs> all that chipmunk stuff, man, it's like after the first song, you're like, okay, and you hear, Albert! Oh, it does that? get monotonous by the fourth or fifth song. You're right. Uh, I I had the 45. I had the Frosty the Snowman. That's yep, the one I, I had. I had that, too. The one with the blue background and the... Yep. Yeah, um, it looks right from the cartoon. All the way up until February, I would play that sucker because of the fact, since he was a snowman, that was a gimme. If Jingle Bells was on there, that's not my fault. I still get to listen. Is to it on there? It is. Jingle Bells was on there. I had a couple other Christmas tunes that was on side two. The side one had all of the... It wasn't a TV, the TV cartoon version, unless I didn't see the cartoon version until well after I had the record version for a while. Anything like the TV show records or anything like that you grew up with, Charlie Brown, Garfield, any of those? Do you ever play any of those and listen to them? Uh, I did not have anything other than the Frosty record. Right. That was that was it, and then the Chipmunks, but that wasn't like a special, I don't think, um, that it was from. It was just a record. So, no, I didn't. But now, definitely, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is the the album is in my core. Little, you know, yeah, my core of like Christmas that I listen to. Um, but uh, I'd say probably about five, six years ago, 
that's when I really like kind of discovered like Vince Guaraldi who did the music. Yeah. And that's just all of his major, fan. all of his music, just awesome stuff, man. Just really good stuff. And so it's really turned me on to, to him. Um, but now that, you know, the Charlie Brown is in my mix of, of music that I will seek out to listen to. Gotcha. Every year. Mm hmm. Every year. Yeah. Same. But gotta have it. So let me ask you one. Let me ask you one question. Please, please, please. I think that, uh, every year we hear this, right? You have, you have Halloween. And then after Halloween, like some places will start playing Christmas music. And you have like, you have people that are just like, I don't mind at all. And then you have people who are get angry, like severely angry over the fact that it's Christmas music. You never probably listen to the music that's in the store until it's Christmas music. You know what I mean? I understand. Yeah. So I, I, I doesn't bother me at all. What, what about you? And by the looks of your apartment, I'm going to say it doesn't bother you either. Because you're already 50 steps ahead of where I'm at. I am, yeah, oh, inside, outside, upside down, everything in here is Christmas. Um, I am okay with it because of the sheer fact that since 1994, although I, I started with friends and family in 1997, I've been recording Christmas albums. Really? So this is, is, the t- is it instrumental or is it their vocals? You know, it's funny you ask. Because I'm kind of partial to vocals. Well, it would be an instrumental by me and then a vocal by friends or family next. And I swear to you, that's the truth, because I always did instrumentals for two reasons. Number one, I I sing because I have to, not because I can. I hate my voice. I sing only because if I want it, there's a feeling I'm Trust trying. Trust me, I know. I've heard it. Jeez. Uh, Sean, you want to do a podcast? You don't have to explain. Sean, do you want to do a podcast? I'd love to do a podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll come over there and do a podcast with you. I think that'd be fun. Would you? Do I need to dress funny? No, I said, come as you are. He sure as hell showed up. Didn't you, <laughs> didn't you show up tonight? <laughs> uh, a little bit. I don't like the fact that Halloween... This is what I don't like. Uh, I don't mind that Christmas music style starts because it gets me amped up to get my stuff done and so i'm busy with christmas music all been have been since 1994 and it's 2021 when you ask that question by the way for those at home going i wonder if he's still doing it now no i'm dead assholes how long do you think i'm gonna do this to answer your question no it doesn't bother me at all <laughs> oh shit i've got three different answers from you i do not mind i can't stand at the end of halloween as soon as Halloween is over, I can't wait to edit this. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about how I'm going to be laughing at what just happened. And I have to pause just to start editing, Ugh, which now I'm pissed off because now I'm telling you what I was thinking anyway. And now I know I'm going to talk about it again, so now I'm double pissed. I answered it. I have one question to give you before we go. Okay. You're not going to answer my question? I did answer. I said, yes, I have no problem with it. I think it's wonderful. Oh, okay. The thing I didn't like, I'm sorry I didn't tell you what I didn't like, is the fact that all the stuff on Halloween that I could have gotten 50% off the next day has already been boxed up and sent back. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know, man. For me, I I don't care either way, really. I don't really put it on. Just because the weather can turn out to be like last week where we had a 60-degree weather. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. I I like that little break to Thanksgiving. So, Sean, I want to say thank you so much. This is the part where I pretend that you and I are friends and we always talk. 
Yeah, yeah, we should do this again. Call uh, me anytime. As soon as possible. Yeah, anytime. Uh, whatever. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed hearing about your fucking antique furniture. I loved hearing about your piano ten times. <laughs> now, if you only know how to make instrumental music with it, you could be something. Join us next time when Sean says, Nintendo. Oh!
Merry Christmas!